So what's up everyone? This is the look. <laughs> You're judging me. You're ju <laughs> So what is up everyone? This is the Loot Scoop. Welcome to my first ever podcast episode. And how's everyone doing? I hope you're all doing fine and safe during this crisis. And of course with your family and make yourselves comfy while tuning to my podcast episodes. Today's topic will be about racism as stress factor among students. This was originally taken from a research topic, which is the racism as a stress factor among the BS criminology students of Western Mindanao State University name. The first year of college marks a significant milestone in your transition to adulthood. As you settle into a campus routine, you will most likely to be tasked with adjusting to being separated from your family, forming new friendships, and coping with more rigorous academic curriculum. Although it is often exhilarating to gain a new sense of independence and responsibility during this process, at times you may find it difficult to juggle the demands of your social and academic life. Unfortunately, among students of color, the common stressors of the college experience is often compounded by the burden of race-related stress. One of the main factors that can cause poor school performance among students around the world is racism. Racism is the discrimination of one's race that leads to bullying and a main reason of stress among students. Racism can also cause stereotyping among people, especially students. When racism occurs between students, this can discourage them, leads to stress and tiredness and thus affecting performance, behavior, and social roles of a student. Racism is a common social problem in the society that is unrighteous to the victims and can affect their work later on. Eventually, this leads the researcher, which is myself, to create a study to explain the racism and its effects to the students. The study surveys the students about their opinions about racism, how it can affect their study and work, and their own personal experiences on racism. To start, let us know what is the definition of racism and other words that are relevant to each other and we may encounter later on while discussing about this topic. Racism Racism is the belief that all members of each race possess characteristics or abilities specific to that race, especially so as to distinguish it as inferior or superior to another race or races. It is also a prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. It is also the belief that a person's social and moral traits are predetermined by his or her inborn biological characteristics. Racial separatism is the belief most of the time based on racism that different races should remain segregated and apart from one another. Racism has existed throughout human history. It is defined as the despitefulness of one person by another or the belief that another person is less than human 
just because of their skin color, language, customs, place of birth, or any factor that supposedly contributes the basic nature of that person. It has influenced wars, slavery, and some of the formations of nations. Stereotyping It is a generalization usually exaggerated or oversimplified and often offensive that is used to describe or distinguish a group. Stress Stress is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. Stress is the feeling when everything seems to have become too much. We are overloaded and tired wondering whether we really can cope with the pressure placed upon us. So, anything that shows a challenge or a threat to our well-being and normal behavior is a stress. But according to studies, some stresses are usually or actually good for you. Without any stress at all, many say our lives would be boring and would probably feel pointless. However, when the stresses undermine both our mental and physical health, they are now considered as bad stress. Now that we actually talk about stress, let's go to its roots or the term we use to the matter that causes our stress. The stressor. A stressor is an agent that causes stress. Stress is the feeling we have when we are under pressure, while stressors are the things we respond to in our environment. Examples of stressors are noises, unpleasant people, a speeding car, or even going out on a first date. Sometimes, the more stressors we experience, the more stress we feel. So back to our topic, racism. Racism also has different types. Let's go to the most relevant types of racism. I've secured you three types of racism. First, the ideological racism. It is a kind of racism that refers to the world views, beliefs, and common sense ideas that are rooted in racial stereotypes and biases. The second one is the discursive racism. In here, racism is often expressed linguistically in the discourse. We used to talk about the world and people in it. This kind of racism is expressed as racial slurs and hate speech, but also as code words that have racialized meanings embedded in them, like ghetto, thug, or gangsters. And the last one is the interactional racism. Racism often takes an interactional form, which means it is expressed in how we interact with each other. Interactional racism causes stress, anxiety, and emotional and physical harm to people of color on a daily basis. Now that we are done talking about the types of racism involved, let's move on to the causes and effects of this racism-related stress. So, these are the causes. First is the school discipline. Racial bias in the campus leaders and teachers affects how they engage with students. Learned negative stereotypes dictate 
how we engage with different racial groups. For students, this can impact how a teacher perceives their learning ability, engagement in school, activities, and how they might interpret student behavior choices. The second one is the school funding. School funding and resources are linked to state and local resources. There are instances where students from low-income or under-resourced school are choosing to enroll in specialized well-resourced school. The lack of school is an indication of how racially biased policies underserve certain communities. This happens through housing policies that inform school zoning and have led to a response of implementing magnet programs or busing policies. And the last one is the school security. Negative stereotypes about black and brown students are exacerbated, though the media. There are often pictures and clips that portray these young black people as violent or aggressive. For example, white students busting windows of car, starting fires, and trashing a college campus after collegiate basketball game win. And it was described as a celebration. A similar image was shown with a group of black students protesting campus policies with signs, standing on cars, and that was described as a riot. The photo with black students included a caption that raised safety concerns for the general public and encouraged college campuses to increase security and disciplinary action where the photo of white students did not. This narrative only reinforces the negative stereotype of black and brown youth as threatening or unsafe members of the community. And these are the effects. First, we have school discipline. The students are more likely to be truant or become transient students within the district. If a teacher believes negative stereotypes about a student, then they are more likely to punish them for small, non-violent offenses. As school disciplinary action increases, students miss increasing amounts of instructions. Next, we have the school funding. The lack of sufficient resources and underfunding directly impacts academic achievement. Historically, black and brown students who have attended poorly funded school also have an inadequate learning opportunities. This contributes to the achievement gap which highlights the vast differences in academic performance across racial lines. It is evident that years of being underserved in subpar conditions impacts outcomes. If we fund school inequitably, then we continue to perpetuate the racially biased housing and funding policies that cause the initial resource issue. And lastly, the security or the school security. Whether school le leadership is aware of it or not. These images are subconsciously informing how decisions are made. In this case, there are school leaders who institute security measures in their school under the notion that they are increasing safety. The question is, who is it they believe to be unsafe? 
This sends a negative message to students about who they are and how they are perceived while also perpetuating a societal message that they are feared. The college years are key transitional years for young minority adults that will shape their subsequent mental health, health physiology, and socioeconomic trajectories. As a student of color, you may experience additional frustrations as a result of racism, and this can lead to race-related stress. Racist actions usually involve some form of racial bias and discrimination. However, at times, you may find yourself questioning whether you were a victim of racist act. This is a common reaction because modern-day racism tends to be covert in nature. Additionally, perpetrators may not recognize their action as racist because their behavior does not mimic the more overt forms of racism commonly seen in the past. The uncertainty that can accompany perceptions of racism is often due to a misunderstanding of the behaviors that constitute racism. To understand racism, it may be helpful to understand the concept of prejudice and discrimination. Up to date, the study of the relationship between racism and students' health and healthcare is limited in that most of the research has been conducted in the areas of mental or behavioral health. Racism needs to be studied other physical health conditions where racial or ethnic disparities are seen, such as asthma and obesity, for example. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. This is The Lutz Group.